The Pinball Network is online. Launching. Just another pinball podcast. Hello, this is Joel Engelberth with Just Another Pinball Podcast, episode 31. 31. We had a um, an amazing episode, last episode with George and Tanya. Awesome interview. I loved every second of it. And so I was put in a tough spot of like, all right, what? how do you follow that up? And, uh, you know, easy. Greg Bone. Greg Bone is how you follow up <laughs> George Gomez and Tanya Kleiss. Um, so, Greg, thank you for uh, for stepping up here. Thank you, and way to put the pressure on me after those two no. guys. I, I mean, the reality is, what do you do? Like, what do you do with that? Um, I That last interview, I was so upset because I selected my wrong mic, and so my audio was garbage compared to what it should be, but it, it, I still feel like it was, it, was a, it was a fun conversation. I feel like we got a lot of, we went through a lot, and it was so cool seeing how they got more excited the longer we talked, and uh I don't know. It was really, it was a lot of fun interview. But that kind of shows uh, your skills and what you were doing, you know, because sometimes it's hard to coax people out like that, or they go on so many shows and George has talked about, you know, things so many times or different things. So to get them excited and get them talking about something new, that that's kind of a credit to you, man. Ah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was, I don't, I mean, I went in there with just some bullet points and, um, yeah. and just like, okay, obviously I want to talk about the, the, sh- the schnick shot and I want to talk about this, but I really just wanted to see where it went. And um, the big thing that surprised me the most was uh, how collaborative it seemed like that design was. You know, the, yeah. the fact that Keith Elwin suggested the drop down ramp or Tim suggested the multiplier. And they just seemed very open. And Marvel was really open to anything they did. And it just seemed like they just went for it in a time crunch. And uh, what an awesome game. I, I know you have one. We'll, we'll get to it. I, yeah. I know you're a fan of Deadpool. But um, yeah, it was a great interview. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But, it was. Um, I enjoyed it myself. Well, I appreciate that. And um, But yeah, Greg, I mean, I, I know a lot of people in the, the industry have, have heard your voice. A lot of, a lot of people have heard, have heard you talk. And um, one thing I've really enjoyed doing on some of these interviews, um, unless you've designed a game and you want to just you know step through you know, your design process here. Um, I wish we were, uh, you were interviewing me about that. Oh, perfect. Um, but one thing I really like is, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that are in this hobby. They may be new, they may be a few years in, but they just have a lot of questions on collections and, you know, I, I, what, do, what do you think about this game? What do you think about that game? And I know you obviously straight down the middle have reviewed a bunch of games, but you, you yourself has have a really good collection right now. And um, yeah, I thought it would be worth just kind of rolling through, you know, what's come, what's gone, and what you like, what you miss, all that stuff. Oh, 100%, because you, you take into consideration, you know, there's so many factors that go into to what makes a game stay, what makes a game leave, and then sometimes it's just duration that it's in your collection that can change things. Um, sometimes you get a game, it's there for two weeks, and you just can't connect with it, and you don't feel you ever will, and it leaves. So um, I, I always like getting into that discussion because – Pinball is so subjective, as we all know. So, you, you know, it's nice to hear where somebody else is coming from about why that game stayed or that game left. So, yeah, that was something I was super excited about when uh, we started talking about doing this podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I can almost guarantee that when you buy your first pinball machine, it's it's either going to be one of two things. It either just is some silly deal that you can't or like somebody just gives you a game or something like that. But But the reality is most people, when they buy their first game, it is bought almost entirely on theme. And I feel like you fell right into that trap, which is you said your first game was Jurassic Park Lost World. 
Is yes. that correct? Yeah, completely. It was it was solely and, and you know I've talked about this before, so I always I, people don't like those pinball origin stories, but it's it's super short. But yeah, I mean we just moved into a new house. We had a basement. I had a basement to fill. I love Jurassic Park. I uh, never had room to really explore or get anything. I was like, what's cool in a basement? Stumbled mm-hmm. upon Jurassic Park Lost World up in Indy uh, for sale, and I was like, hey, can I get this? Wife was like. I guess so. Um, no, no, <laughs> yeah. you know, just pinball machine. Yeah. Cool. You know, like, like what looks cooler in your basement that no one that you really know has a pinball machine. So, you know, drove up, got it, uh, brought it home. Just simply, purely exactly what you said. Only on theme alone, just mm-hmm. for Jurassic Park. And it, it just started this whirlwind that became a large portion of my life. That is pinball. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah it's it's amazing when stuff like that happens. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So Jurassic Park. Now I I know my goal was to kind of go through the list of of all the games that you've gone you know that have came and went, and then we'll end with your current collection. But if we have to start at the beginning, this game's still there. You still have Jurassic Park, so it's it's lasted this whole time. It has, and you know, some people I think because I've I've seen some guys, I, I've talked to some people. Um, that that they'll get their first game and they end up loving pinball and they don't want to let that first pin go just because it was their very first pin. Mm-hmm. Uh, their wife bought it for them or there's a nice story behind it and how they fell in love with pinball. So that that's why that game does not leave. But for me, and, and this is just honest truth, like I, that is that is a portion of it because yeah. it, it, it had such an impact on my life from straight down the middle to Zach to meeting people like you and friends and everybody that I've gotten to know in this hobby. Um, but it is also one of my favorite shooting games, one of my favorite code sets. And, and it's not for everybody, but I, I absolutely actually love that game. And I think it's beautiful. And those like all those reasons coupled is why that it's like the perfect game to actually never leave. Sure. Um, because some of those guys, I mean, they they do. They still let that game go. That even though it's sentimental, and they're like, "Well, yeah. you know, if you go to sell that, will, will you give me first dibs on it back?" This is just something I won't leave just because I've never gotten tired of the game. That's so I, I feel yeah. yes, I feel I feel I feel really good about that. That yeah. <laughs> has captivated me in that way. Yeah, and most people in this hobby. Um you're either you're going to run it you're either going to run out of money or you're going to run out of space and you get to that point where you have to start making tough decisions and i get that that if you have that first game that you have like an emotional tie to but if it's just sitting there and not being played that sucks but i'm i'm happy to hear you got a good you got a good situation there you got the emotional tie you got a theme you love but it's also genuinely a game you enjoy but but your point is exactly right like you you start to love the hobby so much and if your finances don't allow you to get another machine without getting rid of this one or like you said even space restraints like i'm fortunate enough that um you know i over the years have been able to build up and be able to get a bit bigger collection that allows me to keep lost world but i completely agree with you i know the the situation that some of these guys get put into and i feel bad for it's heartbreaking it is and it's funny i mean my dream theme was turtles and uh you know when i first was looking at machines i i was like oh there's a turtles machine like i gotta get that this was years ago and then i read reviews and watched videos and i'm talking about the data east turtles and it's like ah crap apparently that game sucks yeah (laughs) so i never bought it but here we go years later stern released turtles and i have it and i ask myself that all the time like i love this game but do i love this game because it's turtles Or do I love this game because of of what it is? You know, if I strip the theme out of it, would it still be here in my collection or would I have moved on? 
And luckily I can still say, yes, I, I genuinely enjoy the game. So I'm glad, I don't know. I, I agree. Like, I feel like I understand what you're saying with, with, with Lost World. So yeah, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> so that was game number one. So game number two on your list was uh, Star Trek and you no longer have Star Trek. So I know. What? So there's a weird story behind it. So Star Trek, it's, it's a, it's a weird little thing. And I, I can't remember if I've talked about this on straight down the middle or not, but mm-hmm. so I had bought a, a Stern Star Trek and I'd saved because, so the majority of my collecting took place within pro or my games coming and going took place in probably like a year or two year span for the majority of them. Um, because I was in the hobby for a good year and a half. Um, if not closing in on two years, easily a year and a half before I bought my second game, okay. uh, which was Stern Star Trek, just because, you know, finances again, building yeah. up and everything. And how deep do you want to go? Can I, can I spend, you know, $5,300, $5,200 on a game, you know, whatever else. Um, and so I bought Star Trek and it was when all of the ghosting stuff started happening oh, on wow. Ghostbusters. Yeah. And so people were losing their minds about the ghosting inserts. And, and, and you go back into hindsight with some of the playfield issues that Stern, that JJP has had with chipping and everything. Yeah. Um, that doesn't sound so bad anymore. Yeah. But the world was freaking out in pinball. So I looked down and on one of my inserts, one of those hexagonal inserts on Star Trek, there was a little bit of ghosting. Mm. And I was, like I said, dude, it was my second game. It was, uh, I, I was already, I scraped together all this money, yeah. you know, to be able to get it. So I was terrified that, okay, if I go to trade this or sell this, people are going to tear it apart. And I mean, I'm telling you, Jill, it was the smallest amount of ghosting under that insert. It wasn't yeah. cracking. It wasn't raised, but I freaked out, sold the game two weeks later. Oh, wow. To get rid of it because I was scared that it was going to devalue it and go yeah. crazy. Um, so that's kind of like, because that game is honestly, uh, one of my favorite games. Like, I, I love it. It shoots amazingly. Um, the, the rule set is, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, you get used to it, but it wears a little thin. Um, so I know it comes and goes out of a lot of people's collections and so forth. But, um, you know, that was kind of the only reason that game left. I think that it would have stayed around quite a bit longer if it wouldn't have been for that, just because I did love almost everything about it. And it's still to this day, like one of the most recommended games yeah, um, it's, yeah. to anyone, you know, especially I, new people. I, I, yeah, I get that because it shoots really well. Like it's an like, I don't want to say easier shooter, but it's like it's friendly. It's friendly to new people. It's a rule set that's digestible. It's a good theme. Yes. Um, I, and, and yeah, there's a lot of them out there. Uh, so cost, I agree with you. It's, it's a great pin. Uh, I got a weird relationship with, with Stern Star Trek just because we, we had a family vacation and my, my father-in-law had rented this huge house. There was like 20 something of us that all stayed in the house and they had a game room in it and they had a Stern Star Trek in it. And, and I was like, Oh, cool. Awesome. Like, and I think he purposely, that was one of the houses he picked cause he saw I had a pinball machine. Well, as you can probably imagine, it had never been maintenance that like, I mean, it was, there was stuff wrong with the game. So I had a week of playing a game that like I knew if I could take the glass off and work on it for 15 yeah. minutes, I could fix so many things. And it's like, you know, when you're playing a slightly broken or a game that just doesn't play very well, it like pisses you off more than you enjoy it. Yes. That's unfortunately like my <laughs> it's nothing a good Star Trek. It just that that experience like tainted Star Trek for me. Which is uh, which is a shame, but well, it's done. I've had yeah. that happen with games before, and it sucks because then you yeah. do you don't really know well, what if well, I might have really loved that. Like, yeah, I, I want to get my hands on one that plays right. Yeah, that's just <laughs> fair, and I totally get what you're saying. You know, your second game, especially, it sounds like you bought that new. 
you you yeah it's um I don't I'm in a weird spot and I don't I don't want to you know I I want Stern to, and and JJP and others to fix their playfield issues but the reality is all three of my games that I own have something wrong with the playfield in some capacity yeah. and and it's some are very small others are more major like my my Deadpool is routed and um there's something it's kind of like buying a new car you know you're so worried about that first door ding but once you get one you're like yeah eh, the car still drives you know and um I don't know. It's 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 a hard pill to swallow when you're buying new and you save up for it and get that. But it's I don't know. Maybe I'm just numb to it at this point. Like I just I think I agree with you. That that's sort of the way I am. And and and, you know, you you get kind of pegged like it's it's a hard thing. You have to walk a fine line if when you say that you're okay with anything like that because people will automatically attack you and flame you that you're you're okay with this happening. But it's not that I'm okay with that happening and and I want it fixed, but I'm like you. It's like it's one of those things that you do sort of become numb to. Um and I personally don't think that these playfields are just gonna fall apart. Um, I I look at it as just purely like a resale value, but when it's happening to the majority of them, um, and the pinball market's hot, you really don't even have to worry about that so much. Uh, and, and I had a Wonka, um, which we'll we'll get into and and Zach could let me borrow that, um, as a loaner, just so I get some good time on there. And obviously it wasn't mine, so I didn't have to worry so much about it, but it had some pooling on that. And I just, I didn't like me not owning it i guess i just didn't even notice any of it like i didn't care like it just wasn't there and it didn't make a difference to me and it still shot fantastic still played fantastic and i loved it <laughs> yeah no for sure and that's yeah uh, well wait we, yeah we don't have to get, dive too much yeah. but i agree i'm not i'm not trying i understand <laughs> yes. if anybody in media doesn't immediately just destroy pinball pooling or anything you know yeah. we and we're not it's just one of those like i just want to play a game and that's what's tough yeah. is it's easy for me to understand like Deadpool. I know I bought it routed. So any flaw, any chipping, yeah. any, anything that I see on that, I know what I got and I, yep. it, that's fine. But I understand brand new out of the box. It sucks. It sucks. It opening a game. Yeah. I had Jurassic you. Park. Uh, not the, again, I, I know we're, we're, we're we got sidetracked sure. with a different story, but like I had that with my, my Jurassic Park pro when I gotten that and, and I didn't get rid of it because of that just that upper post, but that third flipper um, yeah. um, had a little bit of chipping up there. Um, and, and it was, it was disheartening because it was brand new in the box that that happened so quickly, but that's not the reason I actually got rid of that game. I was just, my, I was waiting for my premium and I did not, would it be my dream theme? I didn't yeah, want to yeah. wait for it to, uh, you know, for the premium to come out, I had to buy a pro first. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I respect that. So, okay. So game three, Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny Newmont, yes, um, it, which again uh, became another one of my favorite games. Um, I had bought it, found it sort of local. Uh, it was the first time I'd bought because uh, the Star Trek. I did not buy Star Trek brand new. I bought it from Zach, but it was basically brand new. Sure, um, that I got from him. And so Zach so, sold you a, a faulty game. Is he what he s- sold me a lemon, is what he oh. did. No, <laughs> I'm just messing. Like, no, he I, didn't, know. I, his, know. <laughs> I I'm telling you, it was so. I, I'm one of those super like anal people about everything that goes over and he still makes fun of me to this day about it Um, and i've loosened up it's another one i've loosened up a lot but um 90 percent of the people would have probably never noticed especially before those issues were becoming prevalent with ghostbusters um so it was it was just me being picky um but johnny mnemonic was like my first like really used game and I, you know, I had a lot of pinball knowledge. Um, you know, we already had our show going. I learned a ton from Zach. You're always pouring over pinside and everything, but it was my very first one. And that I had to go make the decision myself. Is this, 
mechanically sound okay you know the condition everything because it's an older pin and um i felt pretty good about it uh the guy said that the glove had been rebuilt the board had been bulletproofed all that stuff um and i got it home loved the game i still love that game it's another one of those games that uh, i i think gomez did fantastic on is those mm-hmm. classic real tight bends and shots uh that gomez has uh powered down uh the wizard mode in there yeah. is still one of the best wizard modes yeah. man it is so captivating um and and at the time so i'd, I'd gotten rid of star trek so i was at two games johnny mnemonic and lost world still so playing johnny 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 is a fast game it yes. is fast and it can be kind of brutal mm-hmm. so i i loved it but it was one of those things where i had to sell it to get another yeah. game and i was tired of the speed i needed something that i wasn't on edge every time i played that damn game yeah so that's sort of the reason that game left and you know how it is like there's certain games that are um not the most deep and even if you chase the score that's fun but once you start getting and achieving that wizard mode kind of on a regular yep. basis you're sort of no matter how great the game is you're still sort of like okay i'm kind of ready for something new i totally and, and that's get it. what happened yep. with johnny yep no that's awesome yeah no it's uh I don't, you're already starting to talk about it with pace and types of games and whatnot. But I think one thing, you know, when you build a collection, one, you learn what you like. And the two, you know, you want variety, you want variety in the collection, but no, I've, the only game that I've had, I had an NBA fast break, another Gomez game. I I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, but I was in the same boat as you. Like I could basically get to the wizard mode almost anytime I play it. And um, it was just one of those like, okay, I just don't have as nearly the incentive to push start like I do on other games that you know, or continually drawing you in. So exactly. I totally right. get it. And it makes me wonder, you know, why you, you got people out there like Raymond Davidson and Bowen Karens and Keith. And it's like, is, is owning game? Like, is, do you even enjoy Like if you can just blow through a game every time you play it, how do you own any? I don't know. It's. I think but, those guys, though, I think that they maybe come because, like, I guess achieving that wizard mode or running through it twice because yeah. uh, it's all about the points for them. Because yeah. I, I, I think that too, and I'm like, it, I, I guess me not being a competitive player like that, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around it because I still like the adventure and I still like I just achieving that. So it's not, and I like chasing points, but I'm not like to where that that's my ultimate thing where I'm only trying to beat that score. Yeah. And I, I always come back to maybe that's why they can keep a game is because there's, they're always trying to up themselves. They can always get more points, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> it makes, it makes total sense. And I, I do think it's comical because I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't really care about score, but I will say I was playing turtles the other night and I was just crushing it. You know, I had a great multi-ball going, I was blowing through a mode. I'm like, man, yeah, like I'm, I'm cruising right along. And you look up at your points thinking like, I think I'm blowing it up. And it's like, I have 18 million points. Yeah. Like I got nine. It's like, <laughs> so what the much heck? work. <laughs> it's like, okay, never mind. Don't look at the score because I'm yep. not going to be happy with it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's great. So you went Star Trek, Johnny. So at this point, I mean, I got a list here. And instead of going in order, let's just try start banging yeah. these out. Wonka, you said you had a Wonka. So yep. what, what is something, let's, let's look at it that way. What, why did it leave? And then what's something you miss about it? How about that? Um. So, well, one of the reasons it left is... Zach had to sell it. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. But, but I mean, it was one of those things that we that, um, I won't say that it was wearing thin, but it was getting there just because I, I have a tendency to become obsessed with any new game, um, that comes in. So when I play that game, 
I mean, I'm, I play it every single day, if not multiple times a day. And I mean, hell, you know, I might put 300 plays on a game Mm -hmm. in two week period when I first get it. Like I I get super obsessed with it of learning it and playing it. Um, And Wonka was kind of uh, no different. Uh, It just, it was something that I become obsessed with learning those rules because people had attacked them so much and didn't like it. And I was like, Hey, these are a little easier to understand than what I thought. And so then I got a little more engrossed into it. I liked the way it shot. It had that classic JJP feel where it was a little floatier than most games. Flippers were a little softer, but oddly enough, that game was super fast for that. You know, it, it was, it was so weird to explain because it's not snappy. It's not like feel like you're going to break stuff like you are in Stern or, you know, a a Sega or something like this. It was floaty, but so fast and so brutal. Um, And and that's the thing that I I do miss about it and that I really liked. And I honestly think when it comes down to it, that may be like one of those hidden gems that JJP has that may be literally one of their best games and might be one of my favorite games. But again, I haven't owned Pirates. I haven't yeah. owned GNR, and when you own a game, owning a game makes a huge difference than playing it on location. And I don't think that if I would have played Wonka on location a whole lot, that I would have fallen in love with it so much. Um, but again, rules were fantastic, a little repetitive. Um, sure. I feel I wish there was a little more, as much as it is in there, it's still a little repeat. Okay. To a lot of things. Um, but I love being able to stack everything. I love that adventure. I love trying to build up your kids for kid multiball. Um, there's a lot of strategy in that game that I think I liked of a risk versus reward sort of, sort of stuff in that game. Um, but yeah, man, like repetitiveness was maybe kind of the only downfall that I felt about that game out of the pops sucked. Like Mm -hmm. I wish that Pat would have fix something like that because that that was brutal it was one of those stupid things like aerosmith um that i just i despised but yeah. other than that man like i love the game and if i could afford and i felt more comfortable keeping it because i'm very picky i j the stern jp premium is my only like high dollar game like yeah, i hate yeah. going over like that 50 three fifty four hundred dollar mark of a pro so like i i have a hard time having an eight nine thousand dollar game setting in my collection it just it worries yeah. me for whatever reason so if if i felt comfortable having that i would have another wonk and it'd be sitting in my basement for a long time <laughs> very cool so you would say would you say it's accurate then then that's probably your favorite uh jjp to this point i really think so i really awesome. do cool no i totally get what you're saying and uh and i do say i mean i know i'm in a uh I'm in a fortunate situation with Zach. I mean, both of us live close to him, and uh, and he he's lended me a few games to stream. So it's not it's totally different when and and you have a I have a totally different mindset when I'm playing a game that I'm borrowing than a game that I own because when you own it, it's almost like this critical like, do I enjoy this enough to justify the money I have in it, and or would I enjoy something better? You know, but like the fact when Zach is lending me one of these games, it's like, all right, I know I have this game for three months. Even if I hate it, I'm just going to enjoy it. And I've and and there's something about that mentality that I've actually grown to enjoy those games a lot because you just there's no pressure. You know, you're just, I think that's a super good point too. That 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 in most people, like you said, like most people won't fall into that situation like yeah. we do because um, he he's let me borrow. You know, I had Hot Wheels and then I had uh, his Wonka that he's let me borrow. So there has been a ton of games, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still there is there is that pressure that is relieved, which is nice because your mind you just focus on the fun of the game. 
and, and it does alleviate a weird sense of pressure. So I think that's a super valid, good point that can really, you know, just another one of those things that can affect yeah. a, a pen and your exactly. thoughts about it. Yep. And I, I was in a similar situation before when I had a Metallica because I knew a guy, I had a Metallica and a guy within days of me getting it offered me a trade for Deadpool. So it's like every single time I'm playing Metallica, I'm questioning whether or not I'm enjoying it enough or would I enjoy Deadpool more. It just totally like I I understand it's, it feels unfair to Metallica, but I, I wish people if they bought a pin, I wish they would just like, all right, I got a pin, whatever. It's July 1st. I got a pin. I'm going to give myself three months. And in yeah. three months, I'm going to ask myself, what do I think about it? And just I, I don't know if it's a worry about I'm not going to get my money out of this. The reality is you're gonna like the yeah. pin, the, the industry right now. You could resell your game and lose minimal, if any. Um, so it's just I don't know how to how to encourage people like just relax about your collection and just enjoy it. And well, and, you know, that's another good point, too, because I said that about that. Most people probably aren't in the situation we are. But but, you, you know, you brought up another good, valid point that that they sort of are, because mm-hmm. if there are issues with their game or they're just trying to justify the price alone, it's literally that exact same mindset of whether they wasted their money or like I did with Star Trek. Did you scrap enough together? Now you're trying to justify it. And yeah. You're too worried. So you can't actually enjoy the game because you're worried about the finance of it and what you paid for it. And are you going to get your money back? And, and, Oh my God, there's an issue. Like, what do I do now? And you don't actually get to play the game for what it is. Yeah. So I know know, super awesome points, dude. So good. I appreciate it. Um, all right. So what else we got in this list? Walking dead. I know I, I've, I've just watched your video you were doing with, with Zach. It's a great video, by the way, on the straight down the middle channel, uh, where you were talking about pro premium Ellie. And it was just cool. Kind of talking about you guys talking about which model you like, but, Walking Dead. I know. <laughs> I just remember Zach's like, "Pro hideous, premium hideous, Ellie hideous." But it's like the best rule code. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. So go ahead. What you had it? What What do you miss about it? And and why did it leave? Loved it. Rule set. I think it's one of the best set of rules in pinball um, ever. Um, actually, it shoots some one of the best shooting games I feel in pinball. Um, so I loved it. It was a challenge. I, I notoriously like hard, difficult games and that mm-hmm. was right there at that. Um, and I was still fresh enough in pinball that besides Ghostbusters, that was like one of the most brutal pins I'd ever really taken on. And so I absolutely loved it. Um, the thing that, that honestly made that game leave and I actually, I didn't want to get rid of it but I despised it and I'd played it a little too much. Um, so I had swapped it for uh, with a buddy for a little bit um, and had gotten in his, um, man, I guess it was Metallica at the time. That's how I ended up with Metallica. I never actually owned a Metallica, uh, but we had swapped for like three or four months. Okay. Um, and so it gave enough breathing room, got it back, played the hell out of it again. But it, it ended up, and I'll tell you the thing that killed it was just, as cool as the theme is, the show was sort of jumping the shark at that yeah. time. Um, and it, it's an, an ugly ass back class. It's just <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah. And so sort of theme in a sense, as crazy as that sounds, cause it's the walking dead. So people be like, you're, you're, you're nuts, dude, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but like I said, it was jumping the shark at the time. The show's popularity was kind of going down. I was falling out of the show. And then you take that coupled with the ugliness of the pen. I was like, nah, your time to go, dude. You're out. Yep. Something else it- is coming in. I think I'm with you because I've heard nothing but love for Walking Dead, but I understand I have two small children. There's zero chance I could ever have that in my house yeah. with the way it looks. And and my thought, if 
if they if they made a Walking Dead like comic book edition, like if they redid the art in more yeah. of a cartoony comic booky, not so realistic style where it was just toned down even the slightest bit to be a little more friendly yeah. to a home environment, I think they could sell a ton of them. Because I, I do there's a lot of love for the game. It's just nobody likes the way it looks, right? Yep. Yep. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get you. All right. So uh, next one up, Stranger Things. I, I know I saw your unboxing. I know you're a big fan. I feel like that game, you had it and it, you, it left your collection pretty quick. But then didn't you get it back? Or what? what's the story there? No. So I never did get one back. But I I had it. I loved it. Fell in love with it. So it was, it was another one of those things of where that um, I allowed the money issue to be a factor in that pen leaving um, because I, I didn't want to buy it at first because it was mm-hmm. getting ridiculed so much. Zach talked me into it, which I was complete because he said, dude, I play it. He goes, you will love it. And it's, I was like, yeah. man, there's like, no, there's issues with the game. Like, I don't want it. Like, I just don't. Yeah. He's like, you will love it. So I bought it. He was completely right. Fell in love with the rule set. Fell in love with the shots. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have an issue uh, with my Demogorgon not being able to be hit. Yeah. So that kind of crushed me at first. Got really nervous about that. Spent a ton of time um, talking to people, working through some issues. Got my my ramp flap and stuff fixed. Got my Demogorgon shot in. Loved it. Um but you were starting to see the price very quickly. Like people were still ragging the game. Yeah. That, you know, it's it so down. Yeah. Yes. And so I got terrified because I'm not one. I do not like to lose money in this hobby. Like, like yeah. I have a lot of neat stuff, but I am a very frugal person to where that, like, if I cannot recoup my money, maybe lose a hundred bucks. Yeah. I, 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 I would never be in this. Like I, it would be I devastating. Totally get you. Yep. So that was kind of the only reason that I had like let Stranger Things go. I still loved it. I my actually my family loved it. Uh, my wife even loved it. And yeah, I know. But I was like, dude, I'm not losing money on this. Like mm-hmm. I can hopefully rebuy it down the road. You know. So that's the only reason Stranger Things left, and it did. It left kind of short. It was maybe like a month that it was here, and I actually hated. I didn't want it to go, but it literally came down to i don't want to lose money on this pen and i i don't blame you at all i do not blame you at all for that i i i totally get what you're saying um and stranger things i borrowed one from zach really i when i first had it i did not like it and then it just grew on me and grew on me and grew on me and the thing that blew my mind was my friends and family would come over and they freaking loved the game yeah. They don't care about them. They don't care about anything about the game besides hitting the Demogorgon. But it was yeah. it, that was something like they they would play the game. They would yeah. actually play the game though, unprompted, and uh, that really was an eye opener for me. Like this really is a great game for entry level people because it's so obvious what to do. But there's yeah. a lot of really cool depth here and a lot of really cool moments. Um, but I'm with you. There were t- I remember there was a time when there was a guy locally who was selling one. This was a pro with the UV light kick for, I think, like $4,900. Yeah. And it was out there for weeks. Yeah. And now, I mean, now, come on. Yeah, right. Like, well, because be people gave it. T- yeah, it's, yeah. But, but people, so I, I, people, again, uh, being associated with Zach, especially on my end, just because we are so close, mm-hmm. it's one of those like shill things. I know. Uh, always of, oh, you're just talking it up. You're doing all this. But it was a game that we both truly loved from the beginning. And I, it, I, people are influenced heavily by people on Pinside or the majority. So when the majority and a lot of them haven't even played the game, we're just talking about how shitty it is. Yeah. Like it, it, 
it really puts a hinder on that game exploding. But then slowly, it was one of those like good movies that didn't have a lot of hype behind it. But every time that somebody would go to the theater and see it, you go home and tell a friend and I'd make mm-hmm. one or two of those friends go see the movie. And that's what happened with stranger things is people yeah. started to find out, dude, stranger things is a damn good game. Yeah. And that's what gave the resurgence of like, now it's highly sought after, you know, it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Man, yeah, I do. That is actually a game. It's it's surprising. I of of all the games I've borrowed from Zach, if I had to pick one to come back, it would probably be Stranger Things. And and just to reiterate, so far I've borrowed Stranger Things, Avengers, Led Zeppelin, and I'm now borrowing Mandalorian. Mandalorian. That's I won't include that. But it, between those first three, I I think Stranger Things. And and the main reason I would want it back is I realize there's a lot more there for me to try to conquer. Yes. But yet that game is actually missed by my friends and family. And that says something. Um, all right. Next one. Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. So now one of those things, uh, that was, that was the loaner game from Zach. Um, it, now that one, that one's not quite in the, the, where I was with, with something like Wonka. Like I got the game. Um, I was, I was going to buy it, but it was one of those things that I just was not certain about. Cause Zach does not like that game. And, and he was just like, hey, you ain't going to like it, dude. I don't know. He's like, why don't I just let you borrow it? I got one. Um, just sell it from your house. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, got it. My wife did not want it at all. That was one of those things. She, I don't know why, dude. She was so hell-bent against, like, no Hot Wheels. It's worthless. That is the only game that she mentions, besides Stranger Things, that she misses is Hot really? Wheels. Um, and I... Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She fell in love with it, man. Um, and I liked it. It, it didn't shoot necessarily the best, uh, American pinball. They tend to, they have a different flipper feel to them and, and everything. It was a little floatier than what I wanted. Uh, but the shots were still, they were good. They were good. Mm-hmm. They weren't like Balser's best, but they were good. Uh, but I liked the code. I liked Redline. I wish there was more moments like Redline, multi-ball, some of that stuff. I enjoyed the call outs. I enjoyed the modes. It, it was a neat looking game. I mean, it was beautiful. Um, I, I liked it, but I blew it up enough times and I'm not like an amazing player, but I blew it up enough times and was right there at that wizard mode where if I play, I knew that I started to achieve it a little more. Okay. Um, so when it left, I wasn't mad that it left. Like I, it wasn't like, Hey, I'm ready to see you go get out the door, but I yeah. also wasn't like holding on to it and sad that it left. Mm-hmm. Um, would I buy another one? Um, I think so down the road, maybe, but I'm fine with taking a little time between ever owning it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, and it's amazing. I mean, it's easy for any of us to geek out about uh, any pinball machine. I mean, we're we're in the hot like we love. We just want to play. We want to explore. It doesn't matter what the theme is. Like we can get excited about anything new. Um, or anything out there, but I understand when, when you have friends or family that are actually excited about something in your collection, like that's huge. So I, I totally, if your wife actually misses Hot Wheels, like obviously that just immediately went up, you know, a huge, a huge bit for you. And, um, that's one of the, I mean, TNA, I have a, I have a total nuclear annihilation. I love it. But one of the, I personally really enjoy the game, but one of the main reasons it's not ever leaving again is because it was missed. It was actually missed by friends and family. That's the game I've had the most fun playing with friends and family. And it's just like, okay, if I'm going to try to get more people that I love and care about into this hobby, I need to make sure I'm buying, they they have something that they want to play. So I, I, I get what you're saying. 
uh houdini houdini american pinball i know i know this was another one that you and zach have been you know accused of shilling a lot but oh, uh yeah but it's away, another man. one of those brutal fun <laughs> games yeah. dude that just like like it, it, you know what this is one thing that i'm so proud of and that i love is that you know we did we got ridiculed like crazy for that game but we truly mm-hmm. did love it um was it hard yes because so a little crazy story about that game is like like when i got it and, and i brought it in um, I, I put, I started playing it that night and I was like, did I make a mistake bringing this home? Um, yeah. because I'd played it and I loved the game, but it had been a while since I played it and the shots were so tight and everything. I was just like almost in tears. I was like, Oh my God. So a normal game, you can find the shots. And what do you say, Joel? Like you put on 15 games or so yeah. you start to find, you get a feel for it. If you hope so. You'd yes. Hope you if find that, that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe five or six games. Houdini, I swear, it took me like 30 to 40 games before I really felt comfortable with it. And then it was like, okay, like this is even better than when I first played it mm-hmm. and how much I loved it. Um, and I, the great thing is, is that like for us being called shills and hating that and how difficult that game is, Zach was over one day and we did a live stream and we blew that son of a bitch up. Not just one of us, but we both did nice. playing against each other. So it was one of those things that showed our enthusiasm, showed mm-hmm. that we weren't lying about the game, showed that you could play that game and that it wasn't as bad as what everyone says. Um, but again, I, I, I think that I like the shots, the moments, the moments in that game. That was one of those things that I felt American Pinball did better than a lot of companies was it truly encompassed something different. And it stayed so true to that theme in every way, whether you liked the animations or didn't yeah. like the animations, it still felt true and cohesive to me with the artwork and the quirkiness and the historical stuff in there mm-hmm. um, and the seance and every. I, I don't know. There was just something captivating about that game that made it an experience above a lot of other games, even though it had its flaws. Yeah. And, and I will own another Houdini. Um, I, I really will. I was kind of in one of those games that it was so brutal and so tough, and I played it so much that I was ready for it to leave just based on those things. But it will come back because wow. I All do right. miss that game. And it's beautiful. I still think it's yeah. one of the most gorgeous pins ever made. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't love the animation. I don't love the callouts. But, man, visually beautiful, beautiful game. And um, I, I'd like to spend more time. I had a similar experience. I, I played one at a friend's house. And and he ended up letting it go relatively quickly. It was the same thing of like, man, I got a lot of money in this game. You know, yeah. is this, he is much more like, I, I don't know. He sticks with, you know, instead of having whatever six plus in that, then I'd rather have two games kind of thing. So yeah. I totally understand it. But um, Houdini, I think you mentioned a really good point where I think there's a lot of people that go on site or they go to a bar to like review or try a new game and they put like three games on it. And they're like, ah, it doesn't shoot too well. It's like, dude, all right, like, People need to know, and I and that's the reality is I think I've almost and maybe hate's a strong word, but like every single time I try a new game, you know, I play it for like fifteen minutes straight, and I'm just like, I am not enjoying. You know, like you're missing yeah. shots, you're not experiencing the game or whatever. Like it takes time to find that shot, so I feel like you should almost make a rule for yourself. Like, all right, if I'm gonna go right now, Mando's just out. There's some, there's some at bars like go in there and say, I'm going to spend $20 on this game or whatever, you know, like force yourself to play it. Like, don't just play it until you're bored, like force yourself to go further so you can find those shots because 
every game is a lot more enjoyable when you can actually see the game and you're not just bricking left and right. But you know what? It almost works in reverse too, because some games I think you can step up to like that. You think that it shoots great. You're like, this is fun. But then you learn that it's boring because you learned it so fast and you're like i love this game i put three games on it i love this game and so you go you walk away feeling that it's a freaking fantastic game but then you own that game or you put some time on it and you're like yeah okay like i'm with you kind of war thing quick so and i don't want to be a dead horse here but monsters was that for me you know monsters i i went to a bar and it was literally my second game and i am not like i'm a decent player but i'm not you know somebody absurd and to be the second time i played that game the second time i hit the start button i was one shot away from the first wizard mode it's like this is fun it shoots really fun but it's like i could never i could never own this because i I, I left this off the list i own a monsters too um and monsters was sort of so we can talk about monsters if you're good with that since we're on there yeah um i feel exactly the same way you did like like i i love dwight like dwight's code i love Mm -hmm. star wars i love what dwight does um and he puts good moments into a game uh chris did a fantastic job on the artwork it was still one of the most beautiful pins theme wasn't something i really cared about but it was monsters you know like i don't i don't mind monsters um so i I was fine with all that but it was like you said like it shot fantastic i cannot take it away from uh borg either like it shoot i think honestly it may be one of the best shooting games he's ever created um and the um oh my spot the spot ramp moving up was a fantastic I mean, I felt that mech was amazing and worked yeah. great, but it's like you said, like you ran through it and it had like you ran through the game so easily, even though there was some stacking and holding out for um, oh, I can't remember whatever it is where you the zap or whatever. the zap yes yeah, yeah. to hold the zap jackpots and stuff like that stuff was cool at first, but it still wasn't deep enough to keep me intrigued. So the game wore thin because it was a very repetitive game in a sense uh, yep. for a good player. Um, and I did. I I was a back and forth because I was like, I love it. Okay, I'm starting to see this depth. I don't like it. Oh my god, but it shoots so good. And then and then it was back to like, no, there's just not enough here for me. I can't do it. See, it's it's like a perfect game to have at a bar though, because it's like 100%. If, if you want to, yeah, if you're if you step up to whatever Walking Dead at a bar and it kicks your butt or Ghostbusters and it just destroys you for ten minutes straight and you're like, all right, I want to I want to feel good again. Yeah, step over to the monsters and yep. shoot away and enjoy it. You know, and you're so, probably going to put more dollars into that monsters than what you would walking dead that just beat the hell out of you yeah, uh, yeah. on there. But I, I but I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I did not, when monsters left, I did not think I'd ever buy one. Um, and I was talking to Zach the other day and I actually kind of miss uh, having a monsters just for the shots. You know, if I could find yeah. one super cheap, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would buy it again just to shoot around on it. Uh, and for the it would, feel. Yeah. Give you some variety there to your, to yeah. your collection, but 100%. for sure. Well, we'll stick with monsters then. How's this for a transition? Uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein was in your was in your list. It was. Um, so yeah, Frankenstein was a weird love hate thing too. Like I, I'm I'm a Sega lover, um, and honestly, like it's kind of odd enough that I, I haven't owned more Segas and Daddy East, but I'm also terrified of. Uh, uh horrible games that'll break on me and those games <laughs> <laughs> data east and segas weren't like the best taking care of <laughs> yeah pins. i understand um but so i had i had traded um my demo man for it locally which we'll, we'll get in demo man but i traded that uh for frankenstein and some cash um and frankenstein it needed a little cleaning up and everything it wasn't fully led'd or anything um got it cleaned it up it shot well it was fun 
Um, the music was good in it. I, I like the theme to an extent. Uh, the Frankenstein toy is a hideous looking toy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of cool, but it's it's hideous. Um, I don't know, man. Like it wasn't. I don't. I don't know what made me get rid of that game because I didn't have it very long. Because again, the music's pretty cool. It got a little repetitive, uh, but I, the modes and everything were enjoyable enough. That that's just one game that I think I could not pinpoint why that it left. I just didn't get the feels for it that I thought that I would, and it sure. just didn't connect. Nothing wrong with it, just didn't. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fine. It was yeah, fine. Yeah, and one of the there. very few games that I could not pinpoint a white left or what I did, like what was wrong, sure. that ah, it was just there, you know. And I yeah. had a few issues with it. I tried to replace some, you know, some some uh, different transistors because I had one pop bumper that didn't work and stuff and some things. So I think that may have tainted it that I had mm-hmm. to solder around on a few things and try to replace a few things. Uh, so that may have been a portion of it. But, yeah, just couldn't pinpoint. But it was not a bad game. Like, I'm no, not mad that's fair. at it. That's fair. And I totally understand. I mean, it's just this hobby because they, the, all these games cost a lot of money and take a lot of space. You know, it's just keeping a fine game. It just, most don't stay, you know, most don't stay, you know, you, you gotta love it. You gotta love it to stay. Yes. Uh, now you had mentioned you had traded, you said you traded demo man for that. Yes. Let's go into that. Demo man, man, I had a clean demo man. It was so beautiful. It was rechromed, uh, gorgeous game. It had a few little small flaws. It was not perfect, but it was a very clean, beautiful demo man. Um, and I love the rules. Uh, absolutely love the way it looked. I love the theme. Like I just, you know, that nineties, anything nineties like that, I, I fall in love with. Um, but you know, the, it kind of came down to, I guess, more or less, that it's another one of those games to where that when you get to the wizard mode and you achieve that, it starts mm-hmm. to become kind of a, a normal thing. Um, and I wasn't good enough at it. I was good enough to achieve that quite often, but I wasn't good enough to really kill it in those multi balls. And it's a multi ball game. So my points were good, but I never was destroying it because of that. So being able to run through those modes and achieve the same thing and not feeling like that I was really upping myself in points every time. Um, Again, space, uh, ready for something new at that time. It it left. But it stayed stayed around for a little bit. And I'd own another demo, man. Um, But it won't come back for a while just because I am so limited on space. But it's definitely a game that belongs in a collection. I'm with you, and that's what that's what's challenging with a lot of those that era of games is there's some really good games then, but the depth, you know, now that I started to stream, you know, it's like for me to own a game, it's a game that I'm going to want to stream. And when I stream, I typically stream for two, almost three hours. And it's just like if a game doesn't have enough depth that if I'm an hour and a half into streaming and I'm bored, you know, yeah. or like I don't want to just repeat it again, it's hard. It's hard for me to own it, but it's interesting that I'm – Part of me in the back of my head, though, is is I'm trying to think of some of those games, though, because I've, I've convinced my parents that they're willing now to consider getting a pinball machine for their basement. So I'm like almost thinking in my head of, you know, what's a game that I would love to be able to play a lot, but never yeah. own? You're yeah. not own. And that that's where I'm, I'm thinking. And, I, and there's actually a, a game on your list here that I want to ask you about, about like that I feel might fit well into that category. But like right, right now, I, I feel like a game that would fit really well into that category is actually like Taxi, you know, System 11. It's, um, 
you know, yeah. the rules are easy to explain. It's a fun game, but it's not one that I want to yeah. play for three hours straight. But if they had a taxi, every single time I go over to their house, I'd hop on and play a game or two. Like, that would be a oh, I play so. a ta- I, I've never yeah. owned a taxi, but I play it. If I see one somewhere, I play it every time. Because it's, oh, it's still great. a great, it's like yeah. you said, it's still a, it's great, a, it's game, a great game. And it's easy to understand. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Judge Dredd, another one of these kind of that era games. Um, you had a Judge Dredd. What's your what's your view on that? Man, so Dread Dread is a weird thing here. So like, I bought a beautiful Dread, um, and it uh, like I wanted a Dread for a long time. Um, another wide body like that demo man, and mm-hmm. I I thought Dread was kind of oddly enough a very beautiful, pretty game. Um, I had some this beautiful, and it sounds ugly, uh, but it was a yellow powder coat with some like metal flake, but it was like more, it was a little bit of a, man, I don't, it wasn't like a super bright yellow, but it kind of was, and it actually looked really good. Okay. Um, and so I I bought it, I, I started playing it, and man was i severely disappointed oh Um, wow okay like i i had wanted a a dread for a long time and the music got so terribly repetitive on it so repetitive and then the modes for whatever reason like because i love 90s stuff like i'm dealing with lost world that's one of my favorite games and it's Mm -hmm. a repetitive coat you know stranger things three shots you know there's like there's games that i love that sort of have the same format um, but man, the modes just wore thin on that game yeah. so quickly. And, you know, I got to the wizard mode a couple times on it and it was just something just, it, it, the call outs are neat, but something was just kind of blah and boring about that game in a sense. Um, and then that's one of the few games, like it, it, I didn't care enough about it. I started having a few problems with my crane because I had the Dead World mod on there. Okay. So I needed to pick up the balls, couldn't get it adjusted right. That started frustrating me. Um, everything I read about it, like, hell, you can rebuild that whole crane. Like there's not yeah. a lot of issues with it. It's actually kind of simple. But I was like looking under there. It's kind of a tight space. There's grease and shit. And I was just like... I this I don't care enough about this game like yeah, yeah. that I I don't even want to mess with it. So mm-hmm. you know I was up front with the guy who bought it uh, when I listed it and ended up just being a tiny ass set screw that it oh, came wow. out and that was the issue. But again I didn't even didn't even know, learning yeah. that yeah. I was like dude I was fine losing two hundred dollars on it because I didn't want to get down into that mech like like I didn't despise the game but yeah. I cared so little about it and wanted it out of here to move something in. Th- that bad that no, I, I didn't it. even care and, i totally and get I, it and i again it's one of those things i just don't know why it was just so it was just so boring in a sense <laughs> i don't know it's just yeah. something killed yeah. it for me that's fair i know there's there's a lot of love for judge dread and i feel like there's a lot of people that at some point have had one and i think it is a good I don't, I don't want to say like entry level or starter pin, but I think it, it's a, there's a lot there. And I think yeah. there's, there's, it's a cool theme. It's a cool, it's a good looking game, but I think there's a lot of people that that's a great pin to like, I don't know, see how much you love having a pinball machine or in this hobby. But I feel like there's a lot of people that get one, like really dive into it. And then they realize, all right, I, I need more. I want more depth yeah. or I want, I need a change. And then it, it moves along. So, um, well, anytime I sell a pen, I, I will call friends. I'll call people that I know first and say, Hey, sure. I'm getting ready to post this. Do you want it? And, um, you know, like I called, I called a couple of people and I got the exact same response from all of them. 
No, you know, yeah. I owned one before. Yeah, everybody, yeah. I, don't, I probably will never own another one. Yeah. And these were pretty big pinball. You know what I'm saying? To where the games sure. come two or three times to their collection. So I sort of knew that I was doing the right thing at that point when I talked to like three different people and they were yeah, all like, you're probably not going to miss it when it's gone. Yeah, exactly. I and I don't. <laughs> so here's a pin that I think you do miss. I could be wrong. Uh, Stern Star Wars. Oh my God. Yes. I miss my star Wars <laughs> dude. Star Wars. So previously before lethal weapon three, uh, star Wars was one of the games and besides lost world, obviously was the, like one of the longest pins kept in my collection. Okay. And that was another one of those games that everyone seemed to despise and hate. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's some of that stuff that makes me like a game that I like, but I love the rule set. Again, it was one of those things like people, like for whatever reason, people just didn't grasp the rule set, the multipliers and everything else. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, to me, this is pretty simple. It's it's, okay. not, it's not necessarily easy to do, but it's pretty simple to understand the rules and what you need to do on this. Um, and I got to the wizard mode a couple times on it, but I, it, it was still an adventure all the way there. Um, that I loved in the moments in that game with Boba Fett and the light show and everything that you would go through. I loved it. Um, and I didn't mind that it was barren because the shots were good. Steve did a great job on the shots. Mm -hmm. They were phenomenal. The rules were phenomenal. It's a pretty game, even though it looks a little empty, it's still a pretty game. Um, it didn't, and I'm not a gigantic Star Wars fan, so it didn't bother me where I could see it bothering other people. Uh, it did not encompass the game or the theme super well. Okay. But it did it enough that it still felt Star Wars um, in there. But yeah, man, I do miss that game. And Zach talked to me in our last video we were talking. He, he's he got me convinced that if I buy another Star Wars, yep. it's got to be the premium. Got to get um, that Hyperloop, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it'll, it will 100% come back. I played it. We, we went up to French Lick. We go to French Lick, Indiana. We stay at the, the hotel up there. We go up there a couple times a year just for a quick one night, two night getaway. Sure. Uh, and they got a Star, a Star Wars up there, a pro. And uh, I was playing it up there and i was like oh man i miss it so much yeah no, I, I get it and uh random side note you said french lick i live in indiana as well yes french lick believe it or not is it's a it's a nice like cool little area to visit oh, but love it's, it. it's french lick is what yes. it's called so i don't know that probably doesn't help <laughs> that probably doesn't help indiana and our state too much you know everybody's sitting there like what but anyways, there's really nothing there it's such yeah. a small little town yeah. but two beautiful amazing hotels yeah a small casino uh it's like uh, it is literally it's like beautiful our, yeah i don't know yeah. we're, i feel like the more we talk about it the worse it sounds but um so star wars i've never owned a star wars my experience with star wars has always just been getting wrecked <laughs> you know at a at a bar anytime i play it because it's it's a hard game um yeah. and but my fear with star wars is as i don't see anything there to draw in like you know novice or you know there's there's really no toys or mechs or there's nothing easy to explain like easy quick moments to try to get somebody a non-pinball player into the game and but I do know for me, I enjoy diving into code and I enjoy seeing long, like I'm realizing I'm actually really enjoying Dwight's code. Now that I have a Mando, especially like turtles and Mando, just seeing yeah. what all he, he puts in there. And there's so much breath. That's what he likes, yeah. you know, breath to his game. So many different things you can do. 
like I'm realizing I'm pretty confident I would thoroughly enjoy Star Wars if I ever owned Oh, it. you will. And, and yeah. you, but you're exactly right. Like it's not a game uh for a non-pinball person or somebody necessarily to drop a lot of money in on location unless they're just a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Uh it is definitely to me a game for somebody who is in the hobby yeah. um, that needs a little more depth and everything because there is a lot going on there, but it, it does become very easy to understand. And, and it, I, it, those shots, like it was a little brutal to me at first, um, but you start to get the shots down and there's a lot of games. Walking Dead to me, Ghostbusters is way more brutal than what Star Wars is. Star Wars, it, it, those shots you can get dialed in. And once you start getting those dialed in, um, they become fairly open to you. And mm-hmm. it's just, but it's a lot to traverse through, I guess. And then there's some little side missions that you have to do on there, including like Boba Fett and stuff on there that you need to do to even be able to get to um, Emperor. It's not, it's not Emperor. Is it Emperor? I can't remember the wizard mode. I, I hate that when I can't remember exactly what a game yeah, is, you're but fine. to yeah. get there, you have to do those side things to be able to unlock that. So it, it is, it is difficult to go far in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, more than anything, but still, oh my God, still to this day, one of my favorite games. That's, yeah, I get it. And that's what's tough. It's a You'll weird, love it. it's, you will I, love it. I, I know, and that's what's weird. And I, I heard somebody, one of my friends say that. He goes, I don't buy games for my family. I buy games for me. And I, and I was like, well, that sounds selfish. But I realized though, like, the re- it's hard. There's trying to find that perfect game of like, I need a game that gives me what I want, but also sprinkles in things for like, and there's, it's, it's a hard lens to look at a game you know, under of what, and, and there's only a handful that I can think of that I think do that really well. Um, so I, and I I think in consideration, my family on a lot of things too, um, not so much anymore because I know no matter like I'm, I'm so engrossed and I got so deep into pinball that, that my family did love it. Then they liked it. Now they don't really want anything to do with it because of how, (laughs) how how much I have to do with it. Um, so I, I still take into consideration some of those things, but it's, it's way less on my end just because I know that no matter what, I can't bring a $5,000 game into the basement uh, for them that I know that the entire life that it's here, they're going to play it maybe 10 times. I know. Yeah. So I, I, I still try, cause it does sound kind of selfish. I I try to at least throw in a few games here or there that is just for me. And that's Um, fair. I, I, I respect the heck out of that. I totally get it. And, uh, but yeah, it's a hard thing to, you know, obviously we love this hobby and we, we just want other people to see that excitement. And I know in my mind, I was like, oh, you know, I have nieces and nephews or whatever, and they were like, whatever, eight, to whatever, 14, 15 years old. So in my mind's like, oh, when they come over, they're going to love it. And I will tell you yeah. the first few times they came over, they did like, they would always come down here. Yeah. They rarely come down here anymore. Yeah. And, and I, and it's one of those, you know, part of that hurts, but I, part of me is like, I get it. Fine. Yeah. I understand. I, and. I yeah I I everybody I listening every single person <laughs> listening on here probably totally understands what we're saying and if you happen to be one of those people that has a a, a spouse or a partner that supports you and enjoys the hobby with you congratulations you are the you know you've hit jackpot because uh it's it's hard it's hard to find yes. you know you got to rely on your friends and fam- your friends your pinball friends to give you that support that we're all looking for yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, this is a good, I think that we're, we're just segue all, all day here. Metallica. Metallica is a game that I think is accessible to friends and family because there are such great toys and mechs. So you had one. What was your view of it? 
I completely agree. Same thing. Um, it is accessible. There is a lot of fun toys. The snake, you know, no matter what uh, model you own, you know, it's still fun. You know, shooting down those drop targets, yep. those inline drop targets and stuff sparky, is great. I mean, yes, yeah, Sparky is yeah, fantastic, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, in the light show with Sparky, there's so much going on with mm-hmm. that. It's it, his voice is captivating um, to me, and I think that's why it was such a popular game at the time, and that that was raved as one of the greatest games ever made because it was at that time. Um, and I still think that it is, uh, and and I still love that game, and I actually miss that game quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely one of those games of I was streaming at the time, so I would stream that game, and I kind of overplayed it. But I I don't say that even when it left that I was necessarily tired of it. Um, it I traded back with my buddy, and even if I wouldn't have, because I it would have still had to have gone just to make room um, and and everything else. But it was. I completely agree. The ramps, the shots, everything about that game is good. The code is good. Yeah. Um, it is accessible. It's deep enough uh, for people like you and me to, to, to you know, try to go far mm-hmm. um, in that game. Um, man, like, honestly, other than, like, kind of it's a grind and it's sort of another one of those repetitive where you just got to keep yeah. chugging away and it can be a little long. Other than that, there's not a lot that you can really say bad about Metallica. It really is. It's just a great game. Um, I had it and it's gone and I miss it. I miss it for, I mean, it shoots great, but I miss it for, it was unique. And what I mean by that is the risk reward in that game is so addictive. And just that whole idea of setting stuff up and building and building and building and trying to do, I I mean, I, and I understand there's certain games like Avengers is one of those games and there's other games where it's like, okay, if you want to build towards, you know, that jackpot, then yeah, you want to get your multiplier going or Avengers, maybe you want to get this stone on this. So you're, you're putting all the pieces together, trying to build for that big moment. I get that. But, but like Metallica does that, but it has all so many different other things of like, these pressure situations of, well, if I do this, it'll make my life easier. Or if I get this going, then I can get into this. And, oh, should I, you know, when you're actually in, crank it up, like, should I cash out now or do I risk it? And um, that type of decision-making is, like, I don't, none of my games have that type of decision-making anymore. And I, that's what I miss is is just having that variety. But I also know I don't miss the anxiety (laughs) and the, like, the pressure that that game would put on me because yep. you you'd always risk it and you'd always push it and then as soon as you just drain and you lose it all i mean ugh, what a yep. gut what a gut punch so i don't know <laughs> i mean i don't know if anybody can say if anybody says anything bad about metallica it's not it's never that bad though it's like no. it still is such a great game it really is yeah. a good game yeah 100 percent. all right um we got a, we got a handful more here to go through so maybe we'll we'll fly through these these are more modern yep. so i think a lot of people have heard you talk about these before but um iron maiden Iron Maiden, I loved. Um, I liked running through it. The modes are fun. Um, you know, this pretty unique modes. Uh, Keith did a great job with the shots, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was not a giant Iron Maiden fan. I wasn't one of those people that disliked them. Um, but I enjoyed it. Their music grew on me even more. Uh, it's a beautiful game. Um, I don't know their Iron Maiden. I actually talked to Zach about trying to buy one um, again from flipping out not long ago and uh he he didn't have any in stock unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, but it's definitely a game that i would come back to it, it's not um it's it's really deep but it might go too deep for me of things i want to achieve like i think that that's something we haven't really talked about that that 
can be a factor sometimes because um, we'll get into Simpsons pinball party and Simpsons pinball party was sort of that away for me too. Yeah. But I think that there is a level and, and Jurassic, Stern Jurassic Park can kind of fall in that same thing. Um, there's some games that are super deep and you can't say that they're not deep because they really are, but there's a complexity to that depth that I just don't care about or that I really want to learn to blow it up and to do that. So I focus on more of the surface stuff, Mm -hmm. I guess. And, and that was sort of the way it was for me was just running through just the modes and trying to achieve that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I still love the way it shot. I love the code. I like still doing the power-ups and everything. I've got so many pop bumpers and all that stuff. I love that integration into there. So, yeah, another game that I love and I'll, I'll own again. So, so nothing, what, nothing really bad about it. So what is the – you're saying you'll own again. You're, you're saying that confident. What is it? Like, what is the thing that, that is – why? like, what is, is it the shots or the – like, what, why? What is uh, the it was thing near – almost like a in? near total package, I guess, in a sense. The call-outs okay. were good on that game. The music is fantastic. It didn't really get old to me. Uh, it's a beautiful pin. Uh, the code, like I said, was, was just enough – to keep me coming back and enjoy okay. the game and the shots. So it's, I, I won't say it's like the total package, but, um, but it's there's so much going on there that felt really good all That's the time. That's fair. Okay. So you mentioned Simpsons, so we'll roll into that. I, I know I've owned a Simpsons, so I, I'm probably going to agree with what you're saying here, but um, yeah. So Simpsons, man, I got, I got a beautiful one. My God, was it beautiful. Um, and I was stupid to probably gotten rid of it when I did, but I, I got a good deal on it. Um, and it had a colored DMD. I mean, it looked home. I, I know that it wasn't home use only. It set, um, in like a bar or something for like a week or something. It was just some place that never got, nobody cared about pinball in there. Um, but there was absolutely nowhere on that pin. And so I bought it just because it was a good deal. Never really cared to own the game. Everybody talked highly about it. Got the game in, fell in love with it. I read, I LED the entire thing, uh, looked gorgeous. Um, and I fell in love with it and, and just loved shooting that game. But then it was like I got to the wizard mode a few times. Of Well, I guess it's considered yeah, a mini wizard yeah. mode. There's six oh. wizard modes and a yes. super wizard mode, right? Yes. Yeah. And, but yeah. I would always focus on the TV and running through the yeah, main Yeah, alien invasion, right? Exactly. Yep. And, and and when you get there so many times or you do it, and that's a tough that's a tough it little is. wizard mode with, with uh, your balls dropping out and everything. and mm-hmm. that. It, it's tough. And you've got like pretzel multiball, you got Cletus, you got all this other stuff that you can do. And then like, I just knew that I was not good enough Mm -hmm. to really blow that game up and to stack the things and to achieve certain things I needed to do that it just kind of wore thin on me. Again, it was kind of a high dollar game that was setting there. Um, And I just kind of was like, no, you're ready to go. I got it. I'll see you. I'm with you. I had it. I had it for quite a while. What I miss about Simpsons was that was another game that my friends and family enjoyed because it yeah. was super easy, you know, hit the garage and try to get up on the couch. It was an yeah. obvious thing to do and they played it. It was fun. It was funny. Yes. Um, I enjoyed that. I'm with you. But once once you, you know, Alien Invasion was always the goal. And then once yeah. you can achieve that over and over again, then you have to give yourself other goals. Okay, what other wizard mode do I want to try to pursue? But I'm with you. The The idea of getting all getting through all six wizard modes to the final. Th- yeah, right. Like, there's no way. Yep. Um, and that's where I realized, you know, the other wizard modes are cool. But 
I don't, I was always tempted to like, even though I'm trying to pursue mystery spot right now, like, yeah. well, I should probably go ahead and get my TV modes going as well. And, yeah. and I realized I had a strategy with the TV modes, So I was playing them in the same order over and over again, because yeah. you can control which one you start. Yes. So it just, it, it, it becomes repetitive. Yeah. There was and, a grind there that, yep. um, yeah, I'm that you, you wouldn't think on a game of that complexity, Yeah, but it was almost too complex no offense to Keith, because I know he gets ridiculed for that. But it, it's still like it was almost too complex for a normal person. But it was fun, but it just didn't cause it. The fun for you and me just is what made it leave. Yeah, no, I get you. I totally get you. Um, another game I know you've talked a lot about. You got a lot of love for uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, Ghostbusters, I love. Amazing code. You know, yep. Dwight, again, another one of those fantastic code things. The reason Ghostbusters left pure and simply was not the brutality. It was nothing to do with it because that may be a close to an all-around fantastic, all-complete p- package. Yeah. But me and Zach had set we were trying to get to the, the wizard mode. Yep. And, it, and we, uh, we were battling each other separately because we both owned one. And it became... I played it so much sure. and it was so frustrating and I'd want to kick that bastard every time I played it and it treated me wrong that it had to go because I was actually mad at that game <laughs> yeah, by yeah. the time it left. Yeah. Uh, and we both got there. We we both went to, um, um, oh shit, why'd I go blank on it? Um, whatever was the mini wizard and then your, your normal yeah, wizard that wasn't coded at the time. I remember you put out a video because you did it first, right? And it's yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I blew it up. I had a hell of a score on there with multipliers. We had two of the highest scores, I think, and at least kind of posted in the the country for uh, you know a little bit there. But we we played the shit out of that game, and that was just like, ah, you're good. I but I'm ready it. for I one. It. Definitely so, ready for one to come back. Here's a question then: If if Zach could drop off either a Star Wars or a Ghostbusters today, both Dwight, which one would you take? Man, I don't right want to now, take your this or that segment here, but uh, <laughs> probably Star. Oh my god, yeah. it's so hard. Maybe, maybe Star Wars. Honestly, just because yeah. it's a, it's a it, to me, Star Wars is a little less frustrating than Ghostbusters. That's fair, uh, but love Ghostbusters still. There, that's yeah. a hard. That's a good one, Joel. That's good. So there are of the games that I've owned, the three that I would buy back, or the one if I had to pick one to buy back solely based on what game was played most by my friends and family. We've already talked about Stranger Things. We've already talked about uh, Simpsons, but the third one I've owned before, and so have you, Guardians. Guardians. Oh, yes. What's what's your views on Guardians? So Guardians left. I I, I loved Guardians. Guardians is a tough shooter. I feel yeah. a lot of those shots are really tight. Um, it's not a walk in the park necessarily, just because the each individual character or mode is it, they can be kind of long and daunting. Yeah. Um, in a sense, there's quite a few shots on some of those to hit. Um. The reason I sold it was that damn left out lane. Like, Borg has a horrible <laughs> yeah. problem about that dude, and it would just skip over. It would hit that wire, and it would just drain I get in that you. out lane. And so that became overly frustrating when I was having a good game, and that would happen. Because you get to cherry multiball and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would fairly frequently and easily, uh, which was still fun no matter how much I did that. I'm with you. Great. It's a great mode. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Loved everything about it. And it just kind of came down to the brutality. Like, that was one of those games that if you were not on mm-hmm. and you were not having a good pinball day, you might as well, after the first or second game, just stop playing and walk away. I get you. It wasn't going to get any better. Uh, but I played one at a, a local uh, bowling alley. Uh, it's been about a month or so ago. And it wasn't as brutal. That, that outlane wasn't giving me as much crap. 
but um, it made me kind of want one again, and I'd sworn it off for a long time. It is. I'd never it, get one again. It's a fun game, and uh, Groot, man, Groot is such a such an awesome toy for non pinball people, and even Amazing. you know, I I love Groot. Like the just, yeah. it's fun. It's fun to hit, and and the way he stores the balls, and then you know, I am Groot and spits them out. I mean, it's it's yeah. uh, it's it's awesome, and that's something that friends and family loved it was yeah Yeah. i'm with you it's an amazing game it really is it is a good game it is and i one of the reasons i sold it though was uh you know you can pick your mode and i found and and maybe i don't know maybe that's the thing because it's so easy to pick your mode i just found that i was always picking the same modes you know i was like okay these are the four that i know i can get through the easiest that way i can get to the cherry bomb and then once you're there then all of a sudden and that's where once i start playing a game in the exact same way over and over again uh it's hard it's harder for me to want to do it again um yep and because it's the same game almost yeah, over and over which is it, really strange because like once again tna is like probably my favorite game and that is the definition of tna i so yeah. i don't i don't know i don't know no it, it is hard to explain because yeah. some games it feels worse on than others even yeah. though you're explaining the exact same thing yeah <laughs> it is uh, all right so we got two more old ones to, to roll through real quick and then we can get to your collection we can get to your lineup oh, okay. these are your babies <laughs> so the last two Spider-Man and ACDC. So Spider-Man, I'll start off with Spider-Man. Spider-Man Vault, I still want a, a regular Spider-Man. I'm okay. Sorry. Spider-Man Vault, purely left. Gorgeous game. Um, Spider-Man in general can be very repetitive. Um, and, and it can be, in a sense, easy. Um, to me, I've always got the same sentiment from it um, as like Star Trek. Star Trek, I think, I mean, they're very similar games, essentially the same. Um, but those things... I know that people that own Spider-Man do not typically want it back or they want a good amount of time in between. There's nothing I hate about the game, but it just becomes, uh, you've achieved some things. It's not really fun to run through to get to it again. Sure. Um, but Spider-Man Vault purely simply left because of the shitty call-outs. Oh, wow. Hated them. Okay. Literally yeah. left just because of the call-outs or yeah. I still have it. Beautiful game. I'm a comic book guy. Yeah. Uh, but Callouts, horrible. I had to get rid of it solely. ACDC, my favorite band I grew up on. I loved ACDC, still do. Uh, Been to many of their concerts, was super excited when I got the game. Uh, But it was one of those games like we sort of talked before. Once I ran through some of those songs, I had a pro, and without the drop targets, and it's just got the stand-ups, that thing is incredibly quick. It can be brutal, difficult, and I know all the songs that I have to go through to get to the wizard mode, and I was not even getting close, and it was so frustrating that I said, no, you got to leave, and I don't know if you'll come back. Like You were fun to shoot, but it became another one of those things where I was picking the same songs because I knew what I needed to check. You know, Do I do Thunderstruck? You know, What do I do? And it became the same things repetitively. And I knew I'd hit a wall. I hit a yep. plateau that I just was not getting past like five songs or something. And it was just like, not, nope, I can't do I it anymore. It. Yeah. Like, if you're not having go. fun, if you're not having fun, you're not going to hit yeah. start again. And if you have a game that's just sitting there that you don't want to play, yep. I get it. Um, it becomes a job. It becomes yeah. work to try to do it instead of fun getting yeah. there. And you have an it, obligation. It's like, well, I put all this money into it. I need to go play it. You know, and yeah. it's like, if you feel yep. obligated to go play your pin, you're, yes. you, you probably need to move on. And that yeah. was ACDC. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> so let's get to the pins then. Let's get to the pins that you, these are what, you, this is what, you jump out of bed in the morning. I know you do. You jump out of bed and you make your coffee and you run downstairs with a smile on your face. 
and you're ready to go play these pins, right? Is that is that an accurate? <laughs> That's uh, the, mor- the Greg Bone morning routine right there? <laughs> actually, some mornings it is. Yeah. You're actually not far off. Um, so I'll start with uh, JP Lost World. We already went over that. Like yeah. that's that's there's reasons behind that. I love the code. I love everything about it. Um, and it will never leave. And I still play the hell out of it. Lethal Weapon 3. Absolutely love. Everybody knows it. Like I love it. I think for the simplicity of the rules, and you would think that of all pins, a grindy ass pin is just shoot your orbits and shoot your three saucers. You're talking about the grindiest, most boring sounding thing, but it is not easy to to do to achieve all that and to run through that game. Um, And it's especially not easy to blow it up score wise. And I still love there's something about that simplicity that I think grabs me and captivates me. So this is actually the game I wanted to ask you about, because I think lethal weapons, there's a lot of them out there. The price is, there's a lot of bang for your buck there. Yes. So that's, that's in my mind, it was once like my dad, I think my dad would enjoy that theme, but at the end of the day, if you were going to plop down that pin or like a taxi at your parents' house, which do you think they would get more enjoyment out of? Man, I would do, and people will probably argue this because I know people just love Taxi, yeah. but I'm I'm still a 90s guy, and with that DMD and a movie theme, like because I like Lethal Weapon, I like Mel Gibson, I like Danny Glover, like mm-hmm. I, I love the, the franchise, um, and that's part of what keeps it for me too and makes it stay here is the, the theme uh, encompassed in there as well. But man, I would just have to go with Lethal Weapon. It's fun and you think that the, the gun and everything when you do the shootout, for, yeah. for uh, it, you would think that it would be hokier or more of a gimmick, but it's actually fun. It breaks it up. It's a challenge because you're trying to tramp the ball up when you need to pull the trigger for extra points on the, you know, on certain uh, portions of the game. It so I I like it, man. Even the flipper button when you battle fucking uh, Travis, when you battle Travis and you're hitting the flippers repetitively to try to beat him and, and beat him up. Um, that's even fun. Like it just sounds so gimmicky and stupid. And it would be a stop in the game, but it's not. It works. It's quirky. It's fun. The music's good. Yeah. Again, it's not the most difficult shooter, but it, it can be kind of brutal um, to people. So I, I think that if you gain any kind of skill, like people would have fun on it. Um, man. Is there a thing in it for like a novice? Like let's say, uh, you know, my nephew who's eight stepped up to it. Is there anything? Maybe eight's too young, but is there anything... You know, like my dad, my dad's a novice. Like, is what would I if he yeah. stepped up to the game? What would I tell him to do? I I don't know, man. Because like I said, like I I I people come over and people will play it and they like it, but they don't love it because I still think, like I said, it, it seems like that it would be a really easy pin, mm-hmm. and it's not like the geometry is really messed up, but something I still find to be kind of difficult. Okay, about that game, so man it's a tough one of whether it would be frustrating enough for a novice or whether they would pick it up and enjoy it sure yeah but there's enough there's so much going on it's a lot of visual it's a lot of stuff that fun that you don't get and that you don't really experience with some other pins yeah no i think that's a a tough one in that situation And I'll, I might have to pick your mind about it more later because that's just one of those. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, always, I'm thinking about that. That it's yeah. like, okay, I got one chance here to mm-hmm. convince my parents to get a pinball machine, but I need to get them hooked. I want to get my dad yeah. hooked. You know, if I can yes. get them hooked, then there, then maybe we can get that second in there. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> you know, no pressure. But uh, all right, so lethal weapon, got it. So those are your two. I see on your list here. Those are your two older pins. So let's yep. just go in. Uh, so Iron Man. Iron Man's your next oldest pin. Iron Brutal, man. John Borg, you are I think you're a fan. 
It, 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 I do. I, I do like yeah. Borg. Borg and yeah. Gomez are two of my favorite. And, but man, like, so Iron Man was one of those things that I it always captivated me for a while. Um, should I play it? You know, should I? You should, like, what? I, I just never had a lot of time on it, so I got it, and I was like, okay, I really liked because again, it's another one of simplistic rule sets. It really yeah. is yeah. simplistic, um, and I really like that. Like that, just shoot the shot, shoot the shot, hit it, hit it, um, and that's the way you achieve a mode. And then I thought, well, is this going to be boring? Mm-hmm. And then I learned what it takes to actually get to the wizard mode and do or die. And like, nobody really has ever achieved it. Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, uh, like Robert Gagnon, like I was watching him do a thing. He was like, oh, this is the furthest I've ever made it. And it was like, he wasn't yeah. really there. And I was like, holy hell, just will that kill it for? Because we've talked about that. If yeah. it's too deep or too far, just like ACDC, will it kill it for me? But that game, oddly enough, when I learned that I would never, ever achieve that, it did not make me want to necessarily get rid of it or kick it out the door because it's still shot fun. I still like trying to get to the, um, is it the regular do or die? Is that what it is? There's a, I don't like, remember, different... but I know it's stupid deep. Like you have to hit oh, a it's ridiculous not do or die. It's, amount um, of shots. Jericho, getting to Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jericho is still fun and Jericho is a very cool little mini wizard mode too so like i still enjoy getting there cool. um, and i think that has a lot to do with stuff too it's not just oh i've achieved this mini wizard or this wizard mode so many times mm-hmm. if it's a good journey and it's fun getting there and that mode is fun i think that that has a lot to play into whether a game stays or not as well it's that's not fair. just getting yeah. there and, and that's what iron man is i think awesome yeah so you got iron man and then we all know stern jurassic park like you had a pro, you've upgraded yep. to the premium. This is your favorite theme, period. Yep. Theme alone, I got lucky. I'm like you with Ninja Turtles. I got lucky that it is a good game mm-hmm. um, from a theme that I love. Did not encompass the movie correctly at all. Like, I hate that because this game could have been in the total package. They, yep. I think they destroyed it. Uh, but it still shoots very well. It's a lot of unique shots that Keith did in there. Um, the code can get repetitive at times, but then at other times, like I kind of enjoy that same task that I know what I need to do to rescue, sure. rescue, shoot the, you know, to the, the capture for the, you know, the, the tar- capture targets or whatever. I, then it progressively gets a little more difficult where I need to shoot the helicopter, shoot the helipad first before I can do that. Now I got to hit both targets instead of one target. I need to do more rescues. Um, that's pretty cool. And then there is a lot of multiplying depth and a lot of things that you do yeah. with fossil collections and stuff. And, and that I just don't even mess with. Like I don't blame it's like you Simpsons. at all. I, I don't know. get into it. Yep. But the substructure just to be able to get to Visitor Center and stuff mm-hmm. is so fun. And then to run through the T-Rex modes uh, to get to Museum Mayhem is fantastic. So uh, it's just an all-around great game. Not easy game, but a great game. I get you. And so you've had Iron Maiden, which you enjoyed. You've talked about potentially getting it back. Then you Jurassic Park. So let's just go ahead to Keith's third game here, Avengers. You currently own Avengers. Avengers, I have a love and hate for me, and so yep. um, stayed away from it forever just because the first time I played it, I did not like it. Um, then I got it. I learned the rules with the gems and everything, uh, started to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Then it just became one of those, those gym modes are not easy to go through. Not They're at not. All. They're not at not all easy and it's got another one of those just like guardians but worse at least on my zach says that mine plays a little more brutal than some of the ones he's played but that left out lane is horrendous on my game and it just it hits that wire and it will just go out every time and that's another one of those frustrating killer things that yep. just 
I just, I, I can't stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fact that when I do collect gems that Thanos can come and take those gems yeah. and now everything that I've worked so damn hard for, I have to, tr- and that's a cool feature. It's a cool it feature, yeah. but it's such a fucking brutal game, dude, yeah. that like, I, like, I don't need that. It's heartbreaking. So if, if I have one game that will leave next, it will probably be Avengers will be the game. And I don't, I don't blame you. I borrowed Avengers and it's Avengers is an amazing game to stream because there's so many different ways to tackle it and you can adapt at any moment, you know, with whatever strategy you have, you can adapt and go a different way, get different gym, put it on a different shot, you know, Oh, I put it on the wrong shot. So now what does that mean for me? I mean, if you're ready to commit, to understanding or trying to learn the rules that game is brilliant it is so great in that sense but the reason it would never be in my collection is one it's not approachable for novices in my opinion there's nothing there to there's no moment to get somebody you know sucked into it but i do miss that i do miss being able to stream that and i totally understand like keith makes games that for him like he plays he makes a game that he wants to play so i understand from a competitive standpoint iron maiden jurassic park and avengers are insane they are such great games for high-end players um and i think i think the more that he designs games uh, you know maybe he'll find ways to sprinkle in more things for novice or intermediate Mm -hmm. players but um right now he is he is creating he is sculpting these works of art for for the high-end you know the shooters the, the people that are deep in this hobby um and i i respect the heck out of it i mean it's 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 amazing what he does it's just unfortunately what i'm realizing is the games that he makes are not games that will probably ever be in my collection just based on the criteria that i that i look for in a game Um, i agree and and there's just other things you know because i mean he sort of carries over with shooting the shots uh for each character sort of like he did with the power-ups in iron maiden mm -hmm. so i thought that that would be a little more enjoyable but there's just something that's not as good feeling about that um yeah there's just a few things it, it, it's it's just kind of a deep game and it gets that's another game that gets a little grindy and if sure. i'm not on i'm not on and yeah i know why people love it i do i can grasp that but yeah, just I not for me so i think uh if i'm right i think we're down to two and i'm not i'm gonna say in my personal opinion we saved the best for last because uh we'll, we'll roll through these but the <laughs> two that the two that you got left so we'll go ahead and we'll roll turtles first Turtles, man, I love it. It was another one of those games, like, I, I talked about this before because I got it as a, a Christmas gift, in a sense, that my wife yep. surprised me with. Um, and I'd stayed away from Turtles because I didn't care about it. Something did not captivate me about Turtles. Um, but I just didn't understand starting a, you know, I flipped around on it, but just didn't fully understand the modes and getting mm-hmm. into it. But once you do, those are very unique, fun modes. They are. Um, but it's another pin that's not an easy pin. It is not at all. No, no. it is fast. The shots are kind of tight. Those ramps, if you're, you, you have to hit those ramps. Yeah. And if you cannot hit those ramps, you cannot play that game. Yeah. So Can you backhand and, your left ramp. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've got a little more age on mine. So sometimes like if I'm into a game, I'm playing it for a while, yeah. I get just enough, I guess the, maybe the my coils, coils get hot. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had to put fans on mine. Yeah, I can't back. I can't backhand it then. Um, but sometimes, hell, even if you're off on that, then you mm-hmm. get a kind of an immediate drain. So oh, it yeah. is not an easy. Those modes are not easy to run through. And I've been so close to that freaking wizard mode, man. Nice. That that's one of those reasons why it sticks around. Because like for whatever reason, the way mine cycles through, like I would end up with like Baxter for whatever reason. Like the couple times I've gotten there is my last one, and yeah. that's not a real easy mode no. to go through. The second phase of Baxter. Is that where like you have to hit the certain? Because isn't there two? 
Yeah. Oh shit, I don't know. Well, so no, Baxter, you have the initial one which is like, oh, I'm thinking of like Mausers and then oh. and then he becomes the fly and then that's when he's flying around and you have to hit certain shots. Yes, the flying yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Which is not easy. Yeah. No. No. No, and it, that's always like my last one, I'll be like one or two shots away and drain and then I'm I know. Like, oh. I know and I think one thing Dwight did and maybe you haven't done this, but I sure have, which is if you play a cooperative game and you you give yourself you throw on some training wheels and you do more more than one player you know i've done that a few times to like to to get myself to final battle and it's like it gives me a taste of it and then you're like okay this is doable because i did it in five balls or whatever it's like yes. i can you know it took me two players but i did it so it's like okay like i like that that it, i see longevity there because i it's not like um you know simpsons or it's not like yeah, even you know that it's not unachievable yeah, it's there now what i what i do think is unachievable is cowabunga cowabunga holy crap how in the world yeah. are you gonna get all that stuff it's no just, there there's no way i could at yeah. all <laughs> but like i said final battle would be fine with me like sure I, i'd be fine with that and, and because i hang on that cusp is one of those things that keeps yeah, yeah. it around and then honestly them putting in the mini game Half shell challenge. Half shell challenge. Oh is my goodness! Fantastic, isn't it? Fantastic, though? brutal, yeah. brutal, man. Because if you're not hitting those shots and know. you know that you're not going to make a good time, it's just like I want this son of a bitch to end. I know. Please end. You're like, but, oh, I'm over 200 seconds so far. Like, come on. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. is a great little little running like mini game in there I'm, that is fantastic. I I I think you know I am promoting Half Shell Challenge to the world. I want people yes. to know about it. I was so happy when Zach clipped my stream and like put it up on his channel for it to like promote that game mode. And I think I got Zach hooked on it too. But um, it's, oh, you did one hundred percent. And he's yeah. the one that called me because of you yeah. to start playing it. And I didn't even know that for whatever reason I just did not pay that attention that there was the update. And I thought I already had it on there and just. Yeah never accessed it so then i had to go update my game to be able to play it and everything and oh my god yeah i was just like okay you weren't wrong yeah, joel wasn't wrong so great it's, and that i think that's brilliant one i think it's really cool because it's dwight's son who actually coded that so it was like a cool side project for his son to work on but anything like that like i would i would advise any company if you yeah i understand it takes time and resource and all that but it's just to add something like that to give your owners a, a, a completely different experience yeah. to do with their game. Well, to me, this know. is awesome. this is what happens from a marketing standpoint and from a company standpoint. Is that if if Stern creates a hundred games and it it's okay, or people run through those games very quickly, and thirty of those in a month are out on the resale market. Yeah then that takes away from new games being bought from your company. Whereas if you throw something in that, well, okay, I've already played the hell out of this game, but mm -hmm. I got this mini game now and it can stay in there a few weeks or a month longer. To me, that could equate to more manufacturer sales because sure. there's not so many going up on the market for resale so quick. Um, so I think that it, it, it's beneficial to them to do things like that for us. I'm with you. I'm with you. And that's, that's, there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot that Turtles offers, and not only is it a dream team for me, but there's long. I think I don't see that game going anywhere, in my opinion, just because of between co-op mode, mm -hmm. being able to play that with friends and family. It's a fun main game, and then uh, uh, Half Shell Challenge. I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot there. Um, but yeah, it's so not a forever keeper for me, but it, it's 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 here for a little bit. That's good. It that's is. totally like fair. It. And I get it. And I understand there are some people that, that don't love turtles. And whatever. That's fine. That's yeah. what's cool about pinball. Um, but let's go with one that, that everybody should love, yes. <laughs> which is so Deadpool. Deadpool. Yes. Uh, yeah. 
Let's hear about so, it. So, like, like what I said about Star Star Trek was my game that I would always, okay, I'm new into pinball. Mm-hmm. What should I get? If you can afford a Star Trek, get a Star Trek. Yeah. It's a newer game. You're going to have less problems with it. Um, and it's something for everybody that a novice can play and everything else. Deadpool is taking over that spot for me mm-hmm. um because it's quirky it's fun the call outs the music is phenomenal with it it's a beautiful game the shots are accessible for most people um it's easy to understand for the most part of what you need to do because it's it's literally a game that you know some games even though it's in your face and it's kind of telling you what to do it it's not real clear yeah this one is just literally shoot the lit shots and yeah. it's super easy to understand um and it's it's some people I've heard don't feel that it's deep enough. And I think maybe for some really good players, it sure. might not be deep enough. I talked to, um, I've, I've got a buddy who uh, used to, eh, he, he probably still is one of the top ranked players in the world. Um, and, and he was asking me about it because he'd honestly never owned it. And he was thinking about buying it. And I was like, man, it may be, I don't know if it's got enough for yeah. you. Yeah. Because I think that you will blow this up because this is one of those games that makes me feel like I am a pro player and like I am a Keith Elwin uh, because I can do pretty good things. I have great flipper control with that game. And I, I think it's just, I think that it's the game. I don't think it's per se me, mm-hmm. but you can have a lot of flipper and ball control in that game. Um, Again, the shots are just fun. They seem sort of tight, but they're accessible. Yeah. Like the scoop is a good one of the best scoops in it pinball. It feels great every time yeah. you hit it. Yeah. I get very few reject. I, I don't know if I ever hardly get a rejection out of that thing yeah. or anything else. Um, again, the katana shot is amazing crossing that play field. Like, and it's smooth if it's dialed in. I know there was issues with it seemingly at first. Yep. Um, but if you've got one that's dialed in, you get your game leveled right. It's I mean, dude, sometimes I have to miss it because I will start my multi ball just from my plunge. Yeah. When I go around, because I'll immediately whip it right you're so off. So used that to doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a feel. Yeah. And then I'm like back to back. And yep. I'm like, shit, I don't want to start my multi ball yet. So I have to like miss my that third plunge from there. So it's oh, dude, it is just a all around great game. I'm with you. I think it may be kind of the complete package like in my mind when you think about all the different areas i mean what like you can't the art is amazing the music the call outs the the layout is incredible um the code is really good and i understand yes there are some really high-end players that they're like well every time i play it i get to the end it's like well it sucks for you like i don't know what to tell you like i love it um but i was super i've been super surprised with that recently because like my daughter's three my daughter's three and and she likes playing that and playing is I literally put up a little stool in front of me and she stands there, but she just likes, she's like, I want to do the yellow guy, the yellow guy. So she wants me yeah. to battle saber tooth and then, okay, do the big red guy. And then she's like, okay, I want you to get to the, I want to see the T-Rex. And it's just, yeah. it's funny to me because it's not, it's not a mech on the, on the machine. She's wanting to see, she's wanting to see the, you know, these characters and laugh and, and whatnot. Yeah. And she likes the little bobblehead, but like um, pulling out the gun and shooting each other on the screen, you know, and the fighting, the punching. It's, yeah, it's a video game you're watching. There's so much that goes on yeah. that it is. It's captivating and it is literally igniting every sense that you have. Yeah. Like, Dual spinners and those yeah. here and those go. I'm with you. I mean, I mean, I recorded a whole episode last episode about it. It's such a great <laughs> game. Um but I'm glad to hear you're on the Deadpool train as well. But hundred um, percent, dude, that is a game that is pro- that, and that's what you know. I I know we're running long on time, but that is one thing that like uh, like what we talked 
before, like most of these games that I sold, most of the majority of the games we talked about today mm-hmm. was sort of in like my second to third, you know, almost third year yeah. uh, of pinball um, to fourth year because I'm running my fifth. And my I've learned what I've liked. Yeah, I, I got some games that I don't want to leave um, because whether it be theme, everything, they're just enjoyable enough that I don't want to get rid of them. Even though I know I could get another one, yep. I just don't even want to see them leave. And I don't want to go through the, I love them so much. I just don't want to go through the hassle of trading them out and trying to get one back in the future because I still play them. Um, and, and that's what really kind of sucks when you get to that point because of space yep. and because yep. of money. And, and I'm kind of starting to get capped out so I could trade. So it's not so much money anymore because I've built up enough of a collection yeah, yeah. that I could sell or trade off and just revolve that, that around as long as I don't overpay for a game. Um, so like I've literally, like, like I said, Avengers, um, Iron Man will go, um, Ninja Turtles will possibly go, but the ones that will 100% stick around that I do not see leaving, nothing's forever except for Lost World. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, forever since Stern Jurassic Park's not going anywhere, Lethal Weapon 3's not going anywhere, and Deadpool's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm, those are staying. I'm with you. Deadpool, when I picked it up, was going to be like, hey, I heard it's fun. Let's let's enjoy it. I can always resell it. And uh, I think it's I think it might it might be locked in at this point. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do the whole bolted to the ground, but I, I'm tempted enough. I enjoy that game enough. Like I said, mine was routed. I've done some upgrades and done some other stuff to it. But I am so tempted to uh, potentially splurge and get the premium. And yeah, uh, I thought and, about that and lock it like sell this one and lock that in as kind of a forever pin people always ask what it is what is it about deadpool i said i I always tell them i leave that game with a smile on my face even if it's a bad game i'm not mad ninja turtles i want to kick and yeah i know jurassic park i want to do that but deadpool even if it's a bad game i don't know why it's just i still walk away like oh okay I know, but <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, anybody. Obviously, I shilled Deadpool for an hour and a half last week. I'm shilling it right now. Anybody that has a chance that hasn't given Deadpool a shot, go. Like I said, grab a twenty dollar bill, go to your arcade, play it. Otherwise, borrow it. Try to get one. Um, I, I, you see, I mean, it's number six right now on Pinside. Like it's just, yeah. it's going up. It's a great game. It's uh, very deserving too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Greg, I really appreciate your time here, man. Um, I know, obviously, a lot of people have heard your voice, you, that we've watched a lot of your reviews. I can sum up all your reviews by saying B+. Isn't that, I think that's fair, right? That's very yeah. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. But um, I, I thoroughly enjoy the content that you produce. Um, thank and, you. Uh, yeah, thank you for uh, chatting this up. But I knew this. I mean, I know you're you're not just reviewing games. You're building your own personal collection. So it's like, okay, if he's gone through this many games, what what is it? What, you know? what games came and went and then why these final six, I think is what I saw. So um, yeah. I don't know, thoroughly enjoyed talking through them with you for sure. Well, thank you so much for having me on Joel. Yeah, absolutely. Well, everybody that's listening, if there's anything I can do for you, feel free to email me at just another at gmail.com. Otherwise, hopefully I'll get another podcast out in I don't know, two to three weeks. Um, I know I've started a new podcast with uh, Travis Murray and um, Tom Graff called triple drain. If you haven't listened, given that a listen to feel free to go for it. And then Greg, plug away, man. I know you've got uh you've done plenty. I kind of just do one thing and that's straight down the middle of pinball show on YouTube. So check us out, subscribe. Um, we have some great visuals on there. <laughs> it's always a fun, quirky show. Yeah. Uh we're probably two of the most real people in pinball. Um, and to me, the greatest pinball show on YouTube. 
Oh, there you go. No, I enjoy it. I watch every every yeah. every episode. Check but. us out on Facebook too. Sometimes we have a few small things that we'll drop on there. Some pictures or releases or different things that go on there. Um, but yeah, it's always fun. Get on there, like us on there, uh, subscribe on YouTube. That's about it, honestly. Sounds good. Well, once again, Greg, I appreciate you. Thanks for being on here, and um, yeah, for all the listeners. Hopefully, you'll hear from me again soon. All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs>